my name is Raf. I am playing Grinna, a barbarian human, uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I am um, playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, a bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinna. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the goblin ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tifla un under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. Hi, my name is Josh. I am from the Roll Together RPG stream, and I will be playing Killian Maxwell, a half elf warlock who has come to Barovia. He was with the party previously but has lost them and has joined up with the Tempest on their adventures. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, finding out the best and worst in this world and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of our Curse of Stride campaign. A warning, gentle viewer. Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed Dungeons & Dragons campaign, which means you may hear adult language or adult themes throughout this episode. Hello! Hello! Hello, Hello everybody, and welcome back to the Lost Archives. We are playing Curse of Strahd, the premier D&D 5th edition horror campaign. We are very, very excited to be jumping back into it, especially because we didn't have a session last week. Sorry about that. It's very good to be jumping back in and uh, getting to enjoy the uh, the wonderful world of Barovia uh, once more. A few quick announcements before we start. We are missing two of our lovely players, uh, Josh and Jared, Killian and Luther, the characters uh, respectively, are unable to join us tonight. But we do have the four best people here. So uh, I guess it's all okay. Yay, that's us. Yeah. We're known as oh the shit, people. Jacob's here. Uh, we've got the three yeah, best I... people and Jacob here. No. Oh, I thought you meant you four. I thought you were putting yourself <laughs> in the four. <laughs> I actually wasn't, obviously. Um, it's you know what's funny? I realised the other day going back and listening to one of the old uh, uh, Tyranny of Dragons episodes, I used to have, my spiel used to be like, uh, it's not about me, it's about the lovely players who join me each and every week. I'm not sure at what point I dropped that. Probably when I started Curse of Strahd, though. I reckon it was this one, yeah. <laughs> I think it was. Um, so yeah, I will I will play the characters of Killian and uh, and Luther for tonight's stream. Uh, obviously, as you all know, I, I try not to play uh, player characters very much at all. So if uh, Killian and Luther are taking a bit of a backseat during the session, that is why it's because their players are not here to play them. Uh, in other exciting news, the trailer for the Netflix Avatar series dropped recently looks really good i'm fighting so hard to not get swept up by the hype train but it, it keeps it delivering much really one but yeah it, should we don't talk about that should we talk about it talk about that <laughs> I, it, what are like, you saying i should go back and watch that i oh, do you know okay. what <laughs> we did joke about watching it as a watch party getting the avatar legends crew together and watching the M Night Shyamalan one as a uh, <laughs> it's also mandatory to say his name is Shyamalan. Yeah, um, getting, <laughs> getting everyone together to watch it as a watch party and just taking a huge dump on it for the solid. How long? What's its runtime? Hour and thirty? Probably too long. Too, too long. long. <laughs> too long. Too long. <laughs> but um, 
I, I've really tried my hardest to not get excited for um, for the Netflix Avatar series, but it just keeps delivering every step of the way. So uh, really excited. Um, the first episode drops Feb 22nd. We are going to try and have the Avatar crew together to do a bit of a reaction to it before we start our Kiyoshi campaign. Um, so yeah, the Kiyoshi short campaign is coming really, really soon. I just need to move into my new place. You can't see this because I have the lovely galaxy background behind me, but I am currently uh, holed up in an upstairs room in my parents' house for three weeks until I can move into my new house. <laughs> so uh, once that is done and I have my stuff again, we will be able to start our, uh, our Avatar series. And um, yeah, really, really looking forward to that. It's gonna be lots and lots of fun. So I'll keep you posted with details very, very soon. Uh, chat wants to know, did Raf buy a PC or something? Nope, you've already had, you had a PC this whole time, didn't you Raf? I've had a laptop that has struggled to survive, but so far so good. But no, I've moved into a new place. I have a big boy desk now in my big boy room with stars on the wall. And a rocket ship, Ooh, I know. And a rocket ship. Um, I've moved into a child's room whose name was Matthew, apparently. So I'm in the Raffu room now. <laughs> Raffu um, room. <laughs> and I'm still trying to get permission to take the fucking stickers off the wall. But you'll see, I don't know if you can see, Aww, but there's a moon in the background that planets. legit has Matthew in it so that's where i am but i've got my desk in my big blue room so that's fun now i can actually sit up and not be in fucking bed while we play and it's good it does mean as chad have pointed out that uh, every time you laugh your whole screen won't start shaking exactly yeah (laughs) i really enjoyed actually (laughs) (laughs) always gave me like immediate visual feedback that you were enjoying yourself (laughs) now i've got nothing (laughs) i have to rely on you laughing um yeah. <laughs> so that's the only fun announcements we have to share um we do we do have two people with brand new backgrounds uh jacob and raf uh jacob obviously is also in a brand new house as well hey, hey. um he had, some, he had some spooky lighting on his face before i wish he'd gone back to it i quite enjoyed that well that's for the after dark version okay what about the disco light? Can you set that one up again? <laughs> that's just the normal overhead light. That's, that's what happens when you, yeah, when they. One don't of the switches. We, sh- we should say for for uh, <laughs> for people who might not be aware, one of the switches in Jacob's new house when he turns it on causes one of the lights to strobe. It is not a deliberate effect. <laughs> um, yeah, we are, we all recommended that Jacob go give it a bit of a poke with a screwdriver just to be sure it's safe. But um, I. I think he's going to save yeah. that for the after dark session as well. <laughs> Light up the room, eh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One last time. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we'll stick with the lamp for now. Which is a shame because I thought method acting for Tithler would have been really good if he could actually have the crispy skin to, to match it, but we'll have to wait. Have to wait. We'll wait. I've we'll already wait. done, you know, the green body paint. Why do we have to commit That's to more realness? How long did that take to come off again? Honestly, it came off that night. It was like one big sheet. It's like nice. you could have stuck it on the wall and it was just my face. Uh. <laughs> that's really upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow that's more upsetting than Shrock. <laughs> I don't know how. Shrock's <laughs> pretty upsetting. Shrock's pretty upsetting. Um, all right. No more No more lollygagging. Let us begin. Uh, no, slightly more lollygagging. Can confirm. Owen never yep. said for our campaign that it's about the players. Just went back and listened to the opening for the first episode. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I stopped it. at Four Curses, Drad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, now no lollygagging. Now they're like, <laughs> let us do the recap. Um, we will jump straight back into the session and uh, yeah, got some good fun things planned for tonight. So previously, our series has been following the adventures of the Tempest Adventuring Guild. Theo, Luther, Jonor, Grinner, Tithla and newcomer Killian 
an adventurer from a distant land. Having become trapped within the realm of Barovia while searching for some missing adventurers, the team have been traveling west in search of an escape. Arriving in the village of Kresk, after taking a little detour while escorting the last surviving children of the Wokta house to the nearby abbey for healing, the party have found themselves high up on the nearby mountain ranges. Taking a small detour to Kresk via the Wizard of Wine's vineyard, the team followed the wooded path towards the village. Along the way, they bumped into an old acquaintance, Damien, an elven hunter they had previously travelled and camped with. Seeming surprised to find the party in the area, Damien revealed he had been hunting werewolves, and his reason for leaving the team before had been to lead the pack away from the party. After failing to find anything suspicious in Damien's words or behaviour, Killian decided to take a closer look at this individual using his eyes of the grave, revealing Damien to be an undead. With this final piece of information, Luther realised Damien was actually Strahd in disguise, calling out and revealing this to the entire party. After some back and forth, Grinner and Killian found themselves taking heavy damage, having insulted Strahd to his face. When Killian spat in Strahd's face, a brief but intense combat broke out, resulting in Killian falling briefly to a terrible bite wound in his neck. Luckily, Jonor and Titha were able to calm the situation down, giving Grinner a chance to throw Strahd off with some strangely insightful comments. A bargain now struck, Strahd departed the group, promising to check in on them again soon. All of this having taken place outside the gates of Kresk, the team found themselves drawing the attention of the local guard. With a less than warm welcome into the town of Kresk, led by a group of soldiers and a Sergeant Gavel, a grizzled man with a ragged eye patch over, one, uh, over his left eye, the team had a brief discussion over how to proceed next. Deciding to first stop by John, uh, Joe, uh, sorry, <laughs> you've infected me with Johan, with your goddamn pronunciation. Deciding to briefly stop by <laughs> Johan Martikov's inn, the party learned little of actual use and began their climb up the mountainside. <laughs> Arriving at the gates of the abbey, the team were greeted by two misshapen humanoid forms, Otto and Siegfried, two mongrel folk who reside within the walls. After confirming they were here for healing and posed no threat to the monastery or its inhabitants, the two mongrel folk led the team into the abbey courtyard. After a short wait, in which the team discovered strange sheds containing insane mongrel folk nearby, the abbot emerged from within the main hall. A tall, human-looking male with a bald head and slightly alien features, Theo quickly deduced the abbot was likely a being not dissimilar to his understanding of the Archfey. Inviting the group inside, we left off as the team entered the main hall, the abbot promising to heal Tithla and kill him. And that is where we left off last session. As all of you enter into the main hall, you can see the large stone walls rising high above the ceiling, easily 20 feet above you, vaulted wooden beams holding aloft these aged and slightly rotten wooden timbers from high above. Music seems to be drifting down from above, and you can see a wooden spiral staircase leading up towards the floor above and a stone spiral staircase leading down to the floor below. There were also some stained glass windows, mostly intact, which showed a series of events, a sickness sweeping across the land and a figure curing it. You can see Killian seems a bit lost in thought as he stares at this beautiful stained glass mosaic window. While he is doing that, I hand over to the four of you. The abbot standing there, hands crossed, watching Killian with interest as he stares at the uh, the gorgeous mosaics, and then he turns his attention back to all of you. 
when Hasia, Abby has seen better days. But stained glass windows are a treat for the eyes, for the senses, I find. Yes, they are very beautiful windows. Um, why have you not um, kept up maintenance for the rest of the Abbey, however? I have done my best to ensure the Abbey is in working order, but you must understand my attention is drawn between a number of avenues. I have to work hard to maintain a number of the patients that we keep here, some of which are beyond my uh, strength to heal fully, some requiring a, a prolonged treatment. And there are other projects as well that... Uh, you watch as he sort of looks off into the middle distance, zoning out again. You have other projects? Ah, yes, the stained glass windows are, are rather beautiful in here. And... Uh, no, I already... I already said that. Yes, yes I already the, said that. Didn't I thought I? we were discussing <laughs> your extra projects beyond the patients and the maintenance of the Abbey. Ah, yes, there are other projects that take my attention as well. Such as? Well, to understand how the body functions, to understand disease, you must first understand a normal, healthy human body. So I have spent some time in the study of this. Tithla has her notebook out and is taking notes on trying to improve her healing. <laughs> well, yes, our, our crispy friend here is something of a healer herself. I'm sure she would love to hear what you've learned in this in this manner after you've um, perhaps uh, fixed her of the disfiguring burns. Maybe, yeah, maybe after you help me, I could help you. Maybe, like, to some of your would maybe if we work together, we could help some of these other people who need help? Ah, interesting proposition, my young friend. Thank you. There is much that I know about the healing arts, but I would not pretend for a moment that my knowledge is uh, complete, shall we say. I would be uh, most curious to know what you know, to understand what you understand, and to learn from you. Oh, 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 flattered. Thank you. Um, but first we must rip off all of that burnt skin, yeah? Yeah, look, I'm wanting to circle back to that. I'm not sure that we can just take my skin off. From okay, what so I am... He, he is the expert. I, don't, I think to, we should just trust him on this one. You want to suffer horrific scarring that I cannot heal, then yeah, we can leave the skin right where it is. But if you want your beautiful original form back, then, uh, I must escort you to the patient wing. And we must yeah, get to okay. work it's, right away. It's One just of the my understanding of healing things is tearing skin is typically what leads to scarring. Oh, no, not in this case. The skin is no? already dead, as is the area underneath it. You will notice this patch here. And he pokes a little bit of Tithler's shoulder and he watches the skin depresses and then slowly refills. Yeah, it is filled with fluid. That must be drained. Yep, yeah, that's... That's me. Like, you're also... Here, watch this. And she goes over to Grinner and pokes Grinner. And obviously, because Grinner has skin, yeah. there's a small dimple that then fills up. See, like, Grinner's also full of fluid. Oh, yes, but he's full of a completely different kind of fluid. He's... <laughs> Whiskey. A wine sack as it's called. <laughs> he is an ambulating wine sack. <laughs> You're right, he's quite fermented. Yeah, uh, look, I, I might be uh, a little bit pickled 
<laughs> I, I don't. I think I'm the best option for poking. And <sighs> just look. Just go with the bloke, Tifla. He clearly knows okay. what he's on about. Okay. What's he worse that could happen? Is he trying to run with scars? You, you say that you are. You say that you have uh, pickled yourself, no? Oh well, I mean, it's kind of an uh, expression, I suppose. I, I, uh, I've done a lot of drinking over the years, and and uh, and uh, it's um, oh, probably not very healthy. Come to think of it, one new liver. As he pulls out a notebook and starts writing down. Sorry, what? What's that? What we? You, you, you will require a new liver. Which one's the liver? Wait, it's in here. No, no it's yeah. here. Uh, Grinner, he is going to gently palpate, gently press against uh, your lower abdomen. Do you allow this? He's, he, he like does it quite slowly to demonstrate. I'll allow it, and I dare say it is twice the size of a normal person liver. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, as, he, <laughs> as, he, oh, liver. as he presses the hand and palpates just below your ribs. Um, you feel a pretty sharp pain, Grinner, even though he's not pressing that hard. And as he gently moves his hand around and feels up just underneath one of your ribs, you watch as the abbot's eyes begin to glow with a soft golden light. And then his hand begins to sink into Grinner's flesh. A moment later, he slowly withdraws his hand with a piece of this grayish, calcified, slightly fatty-looking tissue which he then pops in his mouth and chews. Uh, what, what the fuck? Mmm, yes, quite fatty. I'm end-stage cirrhosis. Mm. You, you yes, lot saw that. You, you lot saw that, right? Oh, that's, you... No. You look down, well, your skin um, is perfect. Oh, there's not a mark on you. This is like those girls um, all over again. I what? was taking a sample of his damaged tissue. It is uh, horrific. Huh. How'd you... What? Kalima. Kalima. And then you ate it? <laughs> what did you... Yeah, how else was I going to know the exact fat composition and the state of decay of okay, the tissue? Um, that's... Could you, you get me a piece? I'd love to know. You would like a piece? Well, how, well I want to learn. it. Grenade <laughs> goes to put a hand back in you. Do you allow this? I'm... Yeah, but really <laughs> apprehensively. He, he was like, please hold still for just a moment. Uh, we'll just reach inside and... Uh, ah, here we are. Uh, this is from the upper portion of the uh, distal lobe. So he hands it towards you, Tifla. Um, it's a slightly smaller piece. Tifla wants to uh, put it in her mouth and see what she can determine medically. <laughs> That's definitely going to be a constitution saving throw um, as you eat okay. your fatty liver disease. Um, <laughs> and a medicine check. <laughs> we'll see how the constitution saving throw goes first. I don't want to. I don't want to count my chickens before they've hatched. How, how That's a nine. Ripped off bits of my fucking liver. Am I bleeding inside? That's a nine. Um, <laughs> no, no, you are. You are fine. You are. You are in exactly the same worst shape that you were in before. Uh, Tithla, as you begin chewing this, the taste of raw, fatty meat begins to assail your oh. tongue. This oh. is chewy. Oh. There's it. Yep, yep. <laughs> you find yourself uncon- uncontrollably gagging a little bit against oh. this texture, this chewy texture. And there's another flavor as well. This really strong iron flavor. Um, your liver also stores a lot of your uh, hemoglobin, your iron. <laughs> so you begin chewing nice. it. There's this intense iron tang. She in starts your mouth. chewing harder because it's iron. It's harder, right? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. 
that's her mind. I, I mean, the, the, the dry gagging and retching. Uh, you don't throw up, even though it's a nine, but you are close. Yeah, great. That's... Oh, oh, um, uh, I don't think... Uh, I, I don't think it's uh, right. Uh, I'm sorry. And then Tissa's going to take it out of her mouth. Didn't taste Grinner, healthy. Grinner, would you like it back now? I'm can, sorry. Yeah, can you put that... Can you put it back? Okay, no, how I, do I, I do not, it? No, no, no. I would not advise this. This is okay, unhygienic. You have orally. had this in your mouth. Your saliva, the bacteria from you're, your teeth. And you're absolutely right. And she wipes it on her shirt. And then she goes to hand it back to Grinner. All right, it's clean now. Uh, I take it and I just gently put it on the floor. Grinner's really uncertain what to do <laughs> at this point. <laughs> you watch as the uh, other slowly Grinner's watches you. Oh, no, sorry. Go, Tom. You go. Ah. Uh, Jonah's going to have a look at whatever was supposedly pulled out to see if this was some sort of magic trick. He's going to look at that and look for illusionary magic. Brilliant. Do you want to make me Um, an arcana check, please, Jonah? Presume an arcana. Love to see it. 23! Jonah, there is nothing magical about the section of tissue that has been removed from Grinner but there was definitely magic involved with the removal of that tissue. 100%. The softly glowing eyes, the way in which his hands sunk into Grinner's flesh. Transmutation magic, definitely. It would have to be. To be able to sculpt and mould the flesh in such a way. But you think this was real. Whatever this creature is in human form, it possesses powerful magic. Power to reshape flesh. Oh, no, you go, Tom. I was just going to describe Jonah would be fairly, like, perplexed and shocked by that. But looking at it, seems legit. Written over his face and he's a bit stunned. Mr. Abbott, um, we had some friends who would have arrived earlier. um, Stella and the other one, Wachter. Ah, Stella and Nikolai, yeah? This is the one, yes. Ah, they are already in the patient wing. Interesting case, Stella. Well, Nikolai refused to leave his sister, and uh, I did encourage him to stay the night. It would have been unwise to make the trip down the mountain in the dark. His sister. Interesting case. Uh, Clearly madness of some sort, but her cause seemed like some strong magic. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yes, I believe it is a teleportation circle gone wrong. Ah, yeah, the brother did mention that, Nikolai. Yes, um, Have you just reach in and poke the right area and, and, and get oh, a ticket again? Massage no, 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 the boobs. The, the brain is far too delicate, sir. And plus, we are already removing your liver, so there is no harm taking bits off it. That's well, fair. Uh, all right. Wait, um, quick question. Why do we have to remove the liver? And she's there with her notepad. Oh, the, the liver has been uh, atrociously, atrociously cared for. There are signs of <laughs> end-stage damage. Uh, clearly, this liver has been asked to purify blood of toxins, uh, most likely alcohol, but I would say other drugs have been used as well, yeah? Could could you could you give it an upgrade? 
Does it have to be another just normal one, or can you like jazz it up like with the a sieve or something? You say it's got to filter out shit. Just throw a fucking coffee filter in there or something. Oh, I, I could give you a, uh, a rather boring human liver, but uh, such a thing is not uh, not as efficient. No, no, no. I was going to give you uh, the liver from some sort of uh, larger animal. I was thinking maybe something like a cow or a bull. Much larger, much more able to tolerate. Is that going to stick out or something? There may be some slight distending of the stomach and upper thorax, but uh, nothing too uh, disfiguring. Uh, I mean, if his liver's already bulging at the moment, what's the size difference of what he has got to what he will get? Is that. Yeah, exactly. Plus, I am yet to see how well the human body adapts to such uh, radical adjustments. It shall be interesting for both of us to learn, yeah? Uh, I mean, look, if. If you could reach inside and just pull bits out, you know, I'm, I'm open to it, I guess. But, well, can I have something a bit more fun, though? Like, what about, or what about an owlbear? Could you throw an owlbear liver in or something like that? Uh, unfortunately, my stock of uh, owlbear livers is uh, rather small. There are very, very few of these creatures in these lands. I'm not sure if there are any of these creatures within these lands. But if you're looking for something a bit more, uh, a bit more, with a bit more bite, it sounds like you're after, yeah? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know what a liver does, except you just said that it filters blood bits. So, I, I mean, do you have to put a liver back? Why not just throw, I don't know, some fucking cheesecloth in there or something? That's, I can, that I can tell you are going to be very amenable as a patient to my uh, <laughs> experimentation. I am very happy with this. Yeah, this is very good. Good, good, good. Yeah, I'm on borrowed time as it is. Let's see what happens. Ah, oh, it's I'm wonderful, sorry. wonderbar. Your your assessment of your life and your valuation of it is perfect for what I need. Wunderbar. Brenna, I, I just want to interrupt here a second. He has said the word experiment three times now. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It means just test, trial and error. See how you go. Give it a crack. Yeah. You know yeah. all those times that you yeah. say, hey, we're going to try and jump over this stream and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't? Well... Well, yeah, but I mean, what's wrong with getting a little wet? What? Because in this case, I think a little bit wet would be you dead. What? If such a tragedy were to occur, I would reverse it. Oh, well, there you go. He just yeah. he just snaps his fingers and I'm not dead no more. I don't understand I... this magic healing. I truly uh, have you... so much to learn. Please, come, come with me to my practice. It is just next to the patient wings, yeah? Oh, sure. Um, on our way, could you explain to me the taking off the skin bit and what you're going to replace it with? Oh, with pleasure. Uh, with that, the abbot uh, turns towards Otto. Otto, if you could be so good as to go back and guard the, uh, the main gate, yeah? Uh, yes, yes, Otto will keep an eye out. Oh, such pretty eyes Otto has. <laughs> and then Otto sort of shuffles out the door, and as he turns and door and stops, he looks back and goes... Farewell, until later, <laughs> friends. And then Goodbye, the right. door. Goodbye, Mr. Otto. Gives you a little wave and then closes the door behind him. Bye. Ah, it is, uh, it does good work, Otto. Uh, keenness. It's not something I have found a way to, uh, surgically graft to my, uh, servants yet. But he has shown keenness in large volumes. If I could find a way to copy it or somehow duplicate his keenness. Ah, problems for another time. Please. Come, come, come. I will take you to the patient wings and your friends, the Voctors, yeah? Yeah. This would be good, yes? 
with that, oh. he begins leading you uh, upstairs. Um, Just as we do that, um, just before we leave the room, can I? I want to eye off the um, stained glass. Yeah. Two questions for you. First one: Is it a scene from somewhere that I would recognise? Is it somewhere here in this demi plane that I would know? And second question: You said there was a figure that looked like he was doing some magic healy bits. Is it clearly the abbot? No, it looks nothing like the abbot. Um, it's a woman for a start. Um, in terms of somewhere you recognise, could you roll me a history check, please, Grinner? You bet I can. Oh, negative one. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not coming across. It's a nine. Let me fix that. Why it's a nine. Um, nine's okay. Nine's okay. As you look at the scene, Grinner, you've got no idea. As you, I mean, there's the, the rolling hills <laughs> in the background. Nine's okay. <laughs> one of the yeah. cities. Well, because you can see the scene. It looks great. But, like, you've got no idea. I mean... Clearly, clearly the abbey is in there and you can see that it's the abbey, but it looks like it's mostly built in the stained glass window, or maybe it's a smaller version of it. Hard to say. But in a different location? It does, it's not on the side of a mountain. Somewhere okay. else. Amidst these nice. rolling hills and open fields and a, a small wooded forest in the distance. Mm. Cool. And the sun's shining brightly. It could be here, but when the sun's shining. But you haven't seen the sunshine here, so hard to say. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Abbott, um, yeah. I did not want to assume, but um, do you charge a fee for healing my friends here? Just uh, just things that are required to keep the abbey running, the costs, and uh, if people are unable to pay with... Uh, with goods or services, uh, I, f- I find ways to uh, to get to, uh, to come to an arrangement. Yeah, for example, your friends here, uh, the cost of of replacing his liver. Normally, I would have charged some gold for that, or maybe asked for some supplies in exchange. But uh, my research is invaluable, so I am willing to waive the cost because I want um, to see what will happen with this uh, this livers I have acquired recently been wondering what to do with this corpse, but uh, the liver will be good. I will use the liver. And for the skin on the goblin? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to circle back there. Yeah. The corpse that you've acquired recently. Yes, a lycanthrope. Can we expound there a, a touch, please? Yes, there was a lycanthrope that was uh, found in the woods not too far from here. And I have extracted some organs of interest. I was wondering uh, how these organs would function, whether they have uh, been afflicted with a change. Uh, lycanthropes are multi- formed creatures so I, I will extract the liver which I think is part way into uh, transforming into that of a wolf oh. and I will plant that and see what happens yeah see oh, I knew the would that sounds fun what do you mean transforming though what, oh, what nothing is, to uh, worry about uh, I like it means change. transform means change from well, like one thing to another yeah no I, I, I know that but what, oh. what's a what's a liking trope so it's like when they're telling stories and it's like one of those like things that's like oh that always happens in that kind of story that's a trope so it's something like that oh right yeah all right yeah go on then. let's do it the abbot is going to nod at this <laughs> stiffer <laughs> explains it i i guess that is one explanation yeah I, if, if you're already so amenable to the replacement of a liver perhaps a spleen oh what about the eyes 
The eyes are these ones are much more designed for nocturnal use. I imagine. Maybe that would be good to know. I have yet to see if eyes are transferable in such a way. Wait, wait, wait what, what happens if they're not transferable, though? You would be blind. Oh, no, thanks. I need, I need to be able to see. Ah, Aver. I'm sure we can find something else, though. Yeah, maybe Otto's eyes? On. Did you give Otto better eyes? He's, he was uh, raving about him just a moment ago. Otto's eyes? I, I did not give them to him uh, in the same way that I am planning to give uh, your friend here his uh, his liver, but it is not a dissimilar process. Wait, what? You, you did you make all those freaks out there? Uh, no, uh, please, we do not use that word within these halls. Yeah, freaks is not not well, a nice word. All right, you, you get the drift, though, right? Did you did you what? No, no, you no. stitch them together or something? It, uh, it is a, uh, a curse that has been spread. Yeah, Why'd you do they, that? No, no, no. I, I, mine, I, did not do, I did not do this. I have taken care of these people. But in oh. my efforts to, to cure this curse, to break its influence, to understand it, I have uh, played around with the magic involved within it, yeah? And so I have shaped some of the forms. Because sometimes they are born without the ability to breathe. Yeah, a baby born with gills instead of lungs. Not good up on mountain. So I have practiced at my practice to help help the mongrel folk, as the townspeople of Kresk call them. As best that oh. I can. Alright. I mean, if you're going to remove a get a play with this curse, I'd be very interested to see how you do it, because I, I, I'm kind of interested in removing curses as well. So did you give me a little heads up if you're doing something of that nature? Uh, yeah, well, my, my morning rounds often include the, uh, uh, the asylum, where some of the more mad mongrel folk reside. If you would want to accompany me, I can make you the first light. You can accompany me on my rounds. Oh, yeah, perfect. Let's, um, in recovery day, yeah, let's do that. Uh, it is a oh. confronting sight for those who are not used to it, but, uh, are they born crazy, or do they just kind of go that way because they're incredibly, incredibly different looking? Most of the ones in the asylum are uh, are born that way. Yeah, the, right. the the uh, uh, the affliction, yeah, doesn't just impact the physical flesh, the flesh in turn, the heart, oh, the, kidneys, so the lungs, the brain, yeah. So sometimes the brain does not. Get in and poke about. Yeah, exactly. Right. I like to. Uh, to play with the brain tissue to try and cure the madness. Oh, all right. Oh, so far, there's been ask, mixed results. I, I had a, an extra question for you, uh, and I'll, I'll point to Killian, who's kind of quietly walking along. Yeah, Killian's just following one behind, along with Luther. <clears throat> um, our, our mate, his arm fell off. Can, can you put another one on? Yeah, I think we can find something for you. Killian yes, sort of like uh, starts a little bit lost in thought nods and goes like a, um I'll have a I'll have a think about that perhaps <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll let you know that's uh, it's quite a big decision I don't want to just jump into that straight away I I think we probably should decide now so that we no, can I think the know. vampire bite <laughs> I think I think the vampire bite will that's the more pressing issue I think well, it's we probably can, like a package deal a two for one 
Yeah, like you could get a wig or something. Is it a package deal? What well, on Can the decision-making, at least. The abbot turns and looks and goes, uh, uh, no, uh, this would be two separate things. I could do them together, oh, but it's not going okay. to cost any less. Unless, of course, you would let me have a bit of a look inside of you. Um, well, what do you decide about that, Killian? I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> gonna put the brakes on that one too. I think let's let's deal with the vampire bite, and then okay. I'll I'll make a decision that, once I've had a chance to recover. Seems My fair. question: uh, You, we have sorted out a payment for our friend Grinner and his liver, and potentially other organs. Uh, but for the vampire bite and the crispy skin, um, what would you consider fair payment for this? Well. I could give you all of my money if that would help. Yeah, or you could poke around at some of my other bits and pieces. Yeah? Yeah. No, no, no. Mm. why why don't we listen to the offer first? I like that offer, that offer is good, yeah? It's very good. Yeah, I'm down for that, so long as I don't die and and nothing bad happens. I I would promise, I promise you would be able to walk out of these halls. Oh, well, there you go, lads. This is my body, I would like to make this choice. Right. About what we're paying for for me to get this, okay? Of course, of course. Well, yeah. I don't want to barter your body for my body. It just seems wrong. Oh yeah, but it could be a bit of fun. Well, it could be, but I'd like to sort of explore the other options. Oh, all right. Thank you, friend. What about this bloke? He's half goat. Could you poke around at him for a bit? I was going to ask, you are not afflicted with the mongrel folk? It is too no, symmetrical. Yes, this is exactly what I am, yes. Uh, Congratulations, most people um, do not know this. I here. am not most people. No, I'm beginning to pick up on that. Um, the Wachters, did they have money to pay for the treatment? Of course. Uh, the son Nikolai paid in advance. Okay, because I, as a side, do still have their lockbox of lock lockbox of cash that I stole from their um. So, I mean, took with the intent to give back to them. Yeah, but if they have cash, this <laughs> 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 is good. I'm, I'm I'm glad they have um sufficient funds. I, I it only is enough to cover her treatment for the first two weeks while she is here. And uh, not enough to cover boards. He has offered to work in the gardens with Otto and Siegfried for me. But um, I may need to make some improvements to him if he is to do the job properly. I'll be talking to you. But um, yes, for Tisla and and the vampire afflicted Killian, um, what do you consider a fair price? I will have to examine the patients to see the, the. extent of the injuries, but uh, judging by the look of the vampire bite, it has already had some treatment applied. Yeah? You're welcome. already attempted. Yes, from our, our, our healer here. She's very talented, like I said. She, she can learn much from you a, and you from her. It is a, an adequate job, absolutely, to deal with the flesh wounds. I will have a closer look to examine to see if there's anything deeper to reverse the necrotic. Yeah? The grey tissue, the necrotic tissue around the bite. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know I how doubt. to deal with that yet. Well, if you if you want to stay and watch, I'm more than happy to teach you. Um, oh, thank you. But that will take uh, not much of my time. Well, so I would less. say 50 gold pieces if you have uh, the equivalent. I can I mean, agree to give you all of my money. 
I do not want to leave you destitute. That is that is awful. No, no, no. I would not. I would not do that. Let us no, agree on a number, and that way there is no I'm need for you to, to give up all of my free everything silver. you have. Ah, yes. I was. Right. I was going to say my other thought might be that you may uh, be lacking in a heavy purse. Yeah. Well, I am. Anyway, what? How much for me? Nah, your your injury is somewhat more significant. It has been uh, mm. quite a while. Yeah, no, yes. no significant treatment undertaken. You got a lot see. of dirt into that. Oh yeah, secondary, Wait, I, tertiary, yeah, even quaternary infections. Oh, that was treatments you were playing. Yeah, I'm pretty oh. sure that was what Grinner said to do. Yeah, rub some dirt on it. Get on with it. Ah, that is that is the worst thing you are. You are far worse oh. off for having done that. Oh. No, that oh, will no. require a lot more, a lot more treatments and uh, use of some spells and some components which I do not have uh, an overabundance of. No, that will come to about two hundred gold pieces. Okay. Well, I could pay the fifty. I don't have that rest of that. Well, Otherwise, okay, we can come to an agreement. There are things I require sometimes, things that need to be done. Perhaps no, there's a task okay. we, you could complete. We all agreed. We all agreed that Killian needed to be healed and. If we could heal me as well, then that'd be cool. But if we can't, I understand. All right. Well, yeah, we can come to some kind of side quest-based arrangement here for was the treatment. Um, but let, let, let's get about said treatment first, and then we can work out. I, 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 will, I will need to examine the patients closer. Perhaps, perhaps the goblin has healed in a way that is uh, more hidden than it appears. Yeah, it might not be as bad as it looks. Because no, we did have a priest look at her first. It used to be much, much worse, actually. Yeah, it, oh, this is this is really after bad. treatment. This is after yeah. some pretty good treatment, actually. She was, she was pretty, pretty hmm. fucked. I couldn't walk. See how I'm walking like this, and she's like sideways walking with one of her legs. Way better. Yeah, this is this is bad. This I, I this is going to be fascinating. Look at how good I am. I, I found if I could get all the skin off in one big whoosh, like a tablecloth off a table. That'd be fun. That sounds like an owl. Uh, well, we are the, here. We have been talking and walking, race. and now we are here. <laughs> See, pulls open the doors. The upstairs section you've walked through seems to be a long corridor, um, a balcony long. overlooking the lower section, doors leading off in all directions. The music coming from one of the doors behind you as he walks past, not really giving it any real attention as he takes you down the corridor. As you open the double doors at the end, you see rows and rows of beds set up in what looks like a, a rather large almost um, almost like hallway-like room, about 30 feet wide, about 50 feet long, with hospital beds and tables, as well as some chairs arranged uh, along the walls, about uh, 10 on each side. Uh, you can see that about four of them are occupied. One of them uh, has Stella Wachter lying in it, currently asleep, her brother Nikolai sitting, holding her hand, looking at her and slowly stroking her hair, pulling it back off her head. You can see she's quite feverish, sweating profusely um the other beds are occupied by two mongrel folk um these ones looking like bizarre mismatches of feathers scales and fur with interspersed sections of pink and uh, and black human skin and then the last bed the very far end of the room on the right hand wall has another human in it but no one sits by the side of this bed please Come in. Uh, you are friends with the Voctors. Perhaps you would like to take beds next to them. Yeah, just try not to disturb Stella while she rests. Yeah, all right. Okay, so we will put... Uh, what, you... One second, um, Abbott. Um... Oh, yeah. Please, 
Please, uh, my friend. Do you do you sort of notice anything that's look my way? Um, and Jonah's Jer- standing there, sort of like proud, shoulders up. He's not he's not saying that he's Asimar yet, but he's sort of hoping that he's going to just lead with that. He, when when um, uh, Theodore was being looked at before as a as a goat man, Jonah would have been anticipating a comment towards him as well. <laughs> Why am I looked up? Um, as, as you say this, you watch as the abbot turns and sort of squints through his half-moon spectacles at you, does a full up and down, takes off the spectacles, cleans them, puts them back on, looks goes, you look perfectly healthy, perfectly healthy human, or humanoid. Got bit. <laughs> oh, okay, um, nothing, you know, yeah, fair enough, I'm very healthy, I'm pretty great. Um, but, do you know, um, you mentioned this... There's like angelic type features uh, in this building. Have you heard of Asimir's before? Asimir. Yeah, the people with angel blood. Blessed. Born. With holy life. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, that sounds right, yeah. Well, welcome uh, to the. Do you know about them? What do you, what do you think about them? Yes, Okay, that's yep. No worries. What? That's fine. what were we talking about? Right. Sorry, my boy. We'll just carry on then. That's, that's no, no, okay. no. This, this sounds important. You were talking about the the Asimov. Look, it's not important. It's not important. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Sorry. That's yeah, good. you look, I'm look perfectly healthy to me. You look fine. I'd like to, to scoot back and pull Jonah a little bit aside while. Um, Grinner and Tithler are getting led to the room. Like, I, he glue a similar color to you when your wings come out. Um, I don't think the abbot is a human himself. Yeah, that, the the grabbing livers livers is a good good clue to that one. He's some extreme saucer wizard dude. Well, I mean, you can have extreme sorcerer wizard dudes, as you say, as like hu- humans and regular people can be that. But I think he is much more. He reminds me of something of a fae, but not, not, not quite. Um, something more gold glowy, perhaps. I'm not. I'm not sure what he would be, but I, don't, I just thought maybe with that knowledge and your background maybe perhaps you would know what he is and how dangerous he could be yeah um when i think back to my my learnings in, in college days i'm gonna try a history check or oh, is a history absolutely yeah or, i'd or say history or arcana your choice Jonor. and yeah, given that your area of good. study is specifically the study of good and evil you may have advantage on this role Let's go, and I think it's more historical, to be fair. Perfect. Let's get a history check, then, with advantage. Lousy. Lousy. That's a 9 and a 10. <laughs> we'll take the 10. With plus Jonah. 7 to it. we go on the Icona, but... <laughs> Jonah, I mean, you've, you've read about the many divine beings. I mean, obviously, there are many, many types of creatures that are known as divines. Kieran, for example. Uh, almost fox deer like divine creatures that roam the astral seas, the astral space, and the Elysium fields, the realm of the gods and the divines. 
But there are others, humanoid looking. Angels, for want of a better word. You've heard them called by other names as well. And there's lots of different types. But at the moment, you're really struggling to recall that information. Struggling to put a name to whatever the abbot might be. Mm. It's hard to hard to recall. I'd say maybe most of your research recently has been on the evil side. Devils and demons. Mm. Yeah. Look, Theo, I, it's, it's been a while. I I'm not back in my, my, my home study territory. I can't can't think what he is. We'll have to keep a bit of a lookout on this one, I think. That's fine. I was just hoping you knew then we could have more information, but that's, that's fine. He seems to be helping us at the moment, and as long as Tittler gets her skin back, and I mean, I didn't think we were here to heal Gruner, but um, all of a sudden we are. He apparently had terminal level disease, so hopefully all ends well. Better than cure, right? Yeah. While the two of you are chatting, Grinner and Tithler, um, the abbot has continued to walk into the room and led you to the bed next to the Wachters. As he approaches Nikolai Wachter, you watch as Nikolai sort of starts and looks up, sees the abbot, gives a little half smile and nods, and then turns and sees the two of you. His eyes go wide, his eyebrows shoot up, and he goes, Oh! Oh, oh my, my, my goodness! You are, you are here, you are safe! H- All hello, right, my friends. How's it going, mate? Ah, uh, well, not very well. My guards have not arrived with the wagon. They were supposed to be just half a day behind us to go and pick up some some wine from the, the Wizards of Wines, but they're not here. The rest of the rest of our money, the rest of our clothing, it's all not here. We, You haven't seen them by any chance. I'm sorry we left you behind. I felt so bad, but my sister was worsening and, and we just... We'd made that agreement that if you took too long, I'd carry on. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't even worry about that, mate. Yeah, we... Uh, we, we I have did, been worrying uh, about that. We, we did come across uh, your your car and your bed. Oh, good. Yeah. Great. Well, it was just the cart, wasn't it? Well, we came across a few of the, the people. Well, we come across uh, a few... I would say a portion of the crew. Yeah, we came across a portion of him. I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, and, um, um, I, there's nothing uh, that you can do about it. Um, so best move on. a better place. There were six I, guards. What What happened? Y- yes, there was. Yeah, and now there's, now there's about uh, 12 half guards, I would say. What happened? But they, uh, that's okay because... They were just oh, what, going to the winery to pick up some wine. Well, you know, this place is a little bit, uh, yeah. Look, they're, they're dead. Uh, they're dead. The, the cart's broken and most of your stuff's gone. Um, um, do you know who who attacked them or what attacked them? Yeah, it's a big plant. We killed it. Don't worry. Yeah, we got him. Yeah, but some of your, a lot of your guards attacked us too, actually, come to think of it. but we, we What? But it wasn't we, really them. No, we double killed them. Don't worry. They yeah. were already It was like the plants, them, not really them. It's okay. Yeah. Look, why don't we move on? No, no, no! Uh, absolutely not. Um, what about the? There was a lockbox in the wagon. Oh no, I got that. Uh, that yeah, oh. at that point, I, I shall. I recovered oh. this for you. It, it. I, we thought you might need. To, we were unable to bring your clothes. Oh. I'm sorry for the loss of your guards, but uh, the winery was quite dangerous. No, but uh, uh, we thought you would need this. Yes, thank you. The the, the lockbox is more than anything else. Thank you so much. That is, 
More than six people's lives? No, no, no. I, I am, I am I, more than the clothes. I am devastated to have lost so many men and women in our employ. We, we didn't, we didn't know their names. What were their names? Uh, he lists, he lists all the names of all the guards. Oh, great, thank you. I'm, I'm just Did devastated to, to have lost them. All of them, and he lists the names again for you, Tithla. <laughs> yeah, that's them right. Down. Fuck you. If you're a demon, you don't want to have to deal with this bullshit. That's how you do it. <laughs> and that means that now Jacob gets to make up the names. And they're all uh, horrible. I think I might list the names. I'm happy to. That's how you bully your DM. No. <laughs> um, well, I, I'm, I'm devastated to have lost our guards, but they Tithla described some sort of plant thing attacking them, and then Grinner said he killed them again. What happened? Someone who flower? actually will explain it. Yes, there was a creature known as the corpse flower. It has the ability to take corpses and sort of puppeteers him. Um, is, so this a, it, is this a real thing? I've never heard of this before. Well, it's not anymore. We, we oh. killed it. But yes, it's a real thing. Have you heard of, uh, do you know what druids are? Yeah, of, of course. There's druids a, a are usually pretty, circle pretty, pretty nice, here. right? Uh, not yeah, in my experience. Um, the druids here are okay. territorial and brutal. Kind of yeah, yeah, well, when they, they sort of um, feast on flesh. Yeah, just just imagine that they uh, they do what they want with uh, nature and get possessive and powerful. And um, that's wait, the they, creature they spawn. they created this. They attacked the cart. The druids. Yeah, and that's what the wide bloke said. But the, the so, so the vineyard was fine, but my cart and my guards were killed. Was this targeted or was this we just unlucky? I think it was very unfortunate. Yeah. Oh my god, All I'm right. so grateful that I, I decided to take Stella on ahead. I, I, yeah, why did you just that, that decide to do this? So we were we were at the turnoff. Her condition was starting to worsen and we, we bumped into this 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 man. Um Damien? Uh, he didn't say his name, seemed like a hunter of some sorts. Damien. Did he have an animal? Damien. No, no animals with him that I saw. Yeah, right. Did he act very friendly, like he would, you know, say, stays the night when he agreed to, and then maybe you'd wake up <laughs> in the morning and he'd not be there? Yeah, especially after he promised he would stay and he'd be best friends. I, I can't <laughs> comment on bad? any of that. But he, <laughs> he, he did provide directions, and and when. When we explained about our situation, I mean, I, I didn't know how far away we were from the town or how far away we were from the winery, and, and I was obviously worried about my sister. But when he sort of explained how close we were to Kresk and, and that it was within walking distance, um, I decided that uh, that Stella and I would go on ahead, and, and he, he walked with us for part of the way, kept us company, and kept an eye out. Did he take you out and show you how to make arrows and then break your heart? Uh, no. <laughs> To both of them. If, if it's the bloke that I think you're talking about, we we know him, and uh, it turns out that that's just another face of. Uh, um, What's his name? What? What? No, I think he knows. Oh, right. Because we know him now. Yes, he's. he's oh yeah, he's he, 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 Yeah, it's a. Star as bloke. you say the name Strad von Zarevich, you watch as the abbot who was bringing a glass of water over to Stella drops the glass, and as it shatters on the ground, he goes completely still and slowly turns towards you. 
It's like, no, 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 we're not friends with him. It's all right. I will not have that name spoken with in these walls. I tried to tell he them. Understand me. That's okay, considered understood. You don't like him either. We will not discuss anything to do with that man. Alright. Um, I I don't want to be a stickler for the rules, Um, but the vampire bite that we're trying to get looked after was from him, so like that would be talking about something to do with that <laughs> man. So I'm just wondering if that's okay. Or... He freezes looks at Killian and then goes <laughs> this was inflicted upon you by him? Yes. Yeah, but we shoot him off. I cannot heal you. You, you can't sorry. or you won't? Yes. No, what so if I give you this magic bean? <laughs> <laughs> the best a, eating you'll have. A what? Magic bean? Show me. I get out one of my beans from a bag of beans. He holds out his hands. There? Yep. Fuck. I think you're beans. supposed to eat him. Holds up to the light. Interesting. This is a concentration of wild magic housed within the exterior of chlorophyll cellular walls. Fascinating. I will give you this if you heal our friend. And then we'll not speak of any more of what was and wasn't done and by who and wasn't who. This would be adequate compensation for healing both your friends, for healing your burns, for covering all of your expenses here. And and the kids. And the kids? No, he already gave them money, they can pay. Yeah, yeah, but he's having to work in the gardens. This, to... I, no, he's got a lot more cash now. This would cover the Voctus. If you oh. wish to cover them under this, I can cover the Voctus under this. You watch as Nikolai places a hand on your shoulder, Tithler, and goes, thank, oh, thank you so much, Tithler. Uh, and you and you will hear the, the bite. Oh, this would be an act against him. He already said this. He would. Oh. No, no, no. As far as we know, he's just Dam- Damien bitten. Uh, yeah, Damar and Damar sucks. As we see on the bite. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. counts as acting against him. This count, he clearly bit your friend with intention for him to turn, but he has not turned, and I doubt that he would let such a thing fail. No, this is not right. He begins to rub at his bald head. You watch if, as he his demeanor if, changes completely. If he was biting him with the intent to change him, then he would be changing or changed. He would be changed. Yeah, yes, clearly he didn't not, have that intention. Well, he wanted us to live and get healed, so we could. He, he has other plans for us. He does not want us in in danger. Yeah, he, he invited he us to, to dinner in, in like but four if, days. But if his plan is for you to, his plan has plans for you. You are from out, you outlanders, yeah? You're not from here. Um, yeah. maybe. You, you had the smell, it was on the the smell bike, of on you. You are clearly not from here, but oh, this is from his plans and I cannot work against it. But if I don't heal you and his plan was for you to come here, then I'm working against him. You have what put you me in a bind, you understand? Yeah. But, not really. I do, and it is okay. You can resolve it by healing him and taking the bean. And then if he asks, just say, you saw we were joking, because there's no way that five widows like us could have survived getting bitten by someone like him. 
Yeah. It was like, highly implausible. We were just boasting. That's right. I yelled at him, but he ran away. That doesn't happen. No. No. We are just that boasting. That's not happened. That is. And he. Did she lead you here? Did he direct what? you here? He no. reaches down and grabs Grinner and he lifts you up by the cuff of your shirt up into the air. Did he tell you to come here? No, we didn't. We, we were on the road and, he, and he, we ran into him We've, and, and we worked out who he was and and I, we all kind of yelled at him. He, he shot him. I, I yelled at him. We, we punched him a bit and he ran off. Wait, you... not him. He knew we were coming here already. We we told him we were coming here, and he so still did let tell us him you were coming here. Yes, yeah, and he let us go. Choice. So he obviously wanted us to come here. He didn't tell us to come here. He let us go. He slowly lowers you to the floor, Grinner, and you watch as he turns up and looks towards the heavens, clasps his hands together, and his eyes glow with brilliant golden energy. Jonor, you watch as he begins casting mm. a spell. Oh, a divination spell. <laughs> Could you please roll me an arcana Ooh. check to see if you know which divination spell he is casting? Yeah, just dispel it. Arcana <laughs> <laughs> <Can't laughs> spell. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair, having yeah. just spoken about, I'm going to pay more attention to what he is, and this is literally my jam. Oh, Can yeah. I get advantage on that? Yes, on that I would allow it. <laughs> that's a that natural one. one. That was uh, unhelpful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a ten. So I got a, uh, yeah. a two, three, three, and one. Can wow. I? You're banned from rolling. Yeah. Can I? I want to go all in on this. Can I spend my inspiration from when I painted my face green to give this another roll? <laughs> to what? Sorry, to give him advantage on this roll. Well, to give him another roll. Can't you pass off inspirations? Well, he already has advantage. Yeah. No, or to re-roll one. I, I tell you what, I tell you what. A single re-roll. You may spend your inspiration for Jonal to re-roll. Absolutely. Aww. Go on, channel point. Done. Aww. That's so selfless. Thank you. So selfless. Watch him get a oh, fucking two. What are we getting? 23. That's better. 23 is a wee bit better. Um... <laughs> Worth it. Can I I'm use gonna... channel points to give him disadvantage? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, technically, I, I have, have infinite. Technically, I have infinite channel points because I'm the one distributing them. So, um, if you ever did want to start spending channel points in such a way, just keep in mind that I can balance it out very quickly. <laughs> um, Jonor, I'm going to throw in the spell for free as well. Uh, this creature is clearly some sort of divine being much much stronger than an asmr much much stronger than many other angelic creatures you think the abbot might be a deva a powerful avenging angel bound in service to a god who acts as its eyes its ears and its right hand in the material plane when a god needs its will to be done and it cannot entrust it to mortals it may send a deva Deva are exceptionally powerful. They can change their forms. They can cast very powerful divine magic. Exceptionally powerful divine magic. This one, something seems a bit off. Something seems a bit wrong with it. 
like it's corrupted in a way. Not fully. It's not been turned into some sort of dark entity. I mean, you you know of a Deva that was turned into a demon. Uh, sorry, no, into a devil, Zariel, in the, in the histories of uh, histories of um, of Nostea. There speaks of a an angel, not from your world, from another, but cast into Avernus, who eventually became the ruler of Avernus, became a, a devil-like figure. That's the power we're talking about here. The spell that the abbot is casting is the spell divination. He is pouring his divine magic to try and ask a question, to beseech his god for an answer, to know what is the right path. Oh, good god. Does he ask it out loud or is it an internal question? Uh, it is verbal, somatic, and material. He asks it out loud, but he is going to ask it in celestial, which Jonor does speak, if I remember correctly. That's right. Jonor, you hear the following in celestial. Ooh. Father of light, I thunder, please, you have not answered any of my prayers. Answer me this. What path should I take? If I go against the ruler of these lands once more, I will be destroyed. But please, guide me. Let your light shine upon me once again. Please. That's what he says in Celestial. You do not know if there is a reply. Um, watching his expression. So I've never seen that happen before. I'm going to be a bit, bit um, open, open-eyed seeing this. Does he react in the period of time following the the casting. You watch as he stays there, hands clasped, eyes open, looking up above, glowing with this white gold light. A minute passes. And then he slowly closes his eyes, lowers his hands, and then looks up at all of you, his eyes now back to their normal human appearance, this sort of grey iris. I will heal you. Exchange for the bin. All of you. Those who need it. You have food, lodgings here, for three days. I dare not keep you here longer than that. After that, you must leave. Um, consider it done. Sorry, I don't have my notes in front of me. How long until the party? Uh, the party's not going to start until the wine is delivered back to uh, no, the one with uh, no, Dano's one... dinner party. I think that was yeah. two nights. Four days. It was four days. Four oh, okay, cool. So there's time. So. Just out of curiosity, you're going to get us to do a task? What was that going to be? Just so I know how much fun I missed out on via Bean. <clears throat> there's one of my special projects that I am working on. Yeah, something special. But it's not complete. There are things, items I require to finish it. Dress, a hairbrush, and the tiara. This is so suspect. Uh, I have. Well, I mean, we have three dresses. The dress, dress, so the dress is uh, nothing special. Well, it, it needs to be special, but it is not magical. The tiara and the brush are both magical. I know that the uh, tiara is kept by the Vokta family. They're aboard. I was going to ask Nikolai Vokta in exchange for his sister's health to return the tiara. The brush we will need to get from Kresk. Oh, it's convenient we're um, we're nearby, so. Well, we will consider doing this. I know, but yes, um, in exchange for Sabine, 
Done. Exchange for the bean. Done. And we're not allowed to talk about old mate, is that right? Nine. Not that. What about what about Damien? Can we talk about I him? I know not who Damien is. I cannot okay. speak of him. Oh, sorry. That's what um, like the count introduced himself as. To then us no, the first time. no. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, can, can I ask? Just, I, I will let you do some funky, fresh experiments in exchange for one question about him. I may choose to answer or not. Keep that in mind. All right. My question is. If you had an opportunity in which you could cause him harm without yourself coming to any harm, would you take that opportunity? You watch as the abbot reaches up again, begins scratching at his bald head. This time, his fingernails leaving jagged, bloody gashes as he scratches away at his skin wants me to act against him to attack him Ah. he slowly kneels down on the floor and rolls up into the fetal position but fuck hold on it's a hypothetical mate I'm not saying do it it's just if 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 you were given an opportunity like that where you wouldn't have anything bad happen to you would you would you do anything against him speak not of this. Well, fuck, alright. Shit. Get up, man. It's alright. No more of that. I'll, I'll reach down and try and help him up. He reaches out an arm, and as you slowly pull him to his feet, he sort of shakes himself and goes, Well, we must begin with our practice, yeah? Let's get started. This little fix, fix him up. Yeah, to start, to start with a crispy one, please. Yeah, crispy one, yeah? It's a goblet? Um, yes. Yeah, that's that's me. Um, yeah. I'm I'm gonna just ask again about. So you want to tear all of my skin off, and then what are you going to do? Going to cast uh, magic to regrow the missing skin. Oh, I was so worried you were gonna slap somebody else's skin on me. Okay, that's okay. Oh, if you would prefer, I can do that. No, no, I, I, it wouldn't be the right shade. Could, could you make skin. her hairy? No. Yeah, of course. Like like put put fucking dog skin on or something that, that'd be oh, pretty cool I'm course, happy yeah. to wear a jacket I'm not cold <laughs> but then you would never be cold yeah I've got a good jacket okay fair enough I get to put all my things in there lots of pockets now please lie on the table please lie still uh, actually it's here I think it's best if we take in- you into the practice for this yeah not in front of everyone here in the bedroom right you watch as Nikolai like <laughs> Wide-eyed nods. And Tithla leads the way. Luther's gonna pause for a second and go, um, hold, hold up a the second there, Tithla. Um, I don't really okay. want to see all your skin get ripped off. Do you, do you mind if I, if I wait out here? Um, I, I just, I thought that was something friends did together, but okay, if... Uh, if, you, if you'd like to look after the kids, then then that's that's okay. I'm okay my thoughts that. exactly. I, I thought perhaps yeah. if I poked around a little bit, had a bit of a look around you. Yeah. Uh, okay, I trust you. You're one of my best friends. You're, top, <laughs> you're, you're top one six. of mine. <laughs> top 
top six. <laughs> top six. I'm pleased I made it onto the list. Well, I'm, not many people stick around me for very long, so thank you. <laughs> All right, so that skin thing, it eh? Just nods. <laughs> With that, the abbot will lead you through the set of double doors at the end of the hallway. The next room is clearly some sort of, I'm going to say operating theatre, but medieval-style operating theatre. A large marble table stands in the centre of the room. The room itself is circular. This looks like one of the towers of the monastery itself um, that has been converted into this operating theatre. There are many, many tables arrayed with lots of instruments. Instruments for cutting, instruments for sawing, instruments for clipping, snipping, tearing, poking, prodding, ripping, pulling, as well as what looks like an incredibly well-set-up alchemy um, uh, workshop as well. Glass tubes, many, many different types of burners and decanted liquids line the far eastern wall. As you step on in, the abbot gently reaches down and takes your hand, Tithla, and you find it warm, very warm to the touch, warmer than, than you would have expected. And as he leads you over to the table, he helps you up onto the table, gets you to lie down. The table is cold against your skin, stone, uh, almost a little bit icy to the touch. The abbot gestures for some chairs around the room that he certainly helps you guys pull over to sit down in front of Tithla, and then he heads on over to the alchemy table and starts pulling the bottles and looking, judges back and goes, I would say about uh, 20 kilos, give or take. How much do you weigh, goblin? Oh, that's that's a bit personal. Yes, I need to judge the dosage I'm going to give you. Too much, you will be dead. Not enough, you oh. will be in excruciating pain. Okay, well, let's work this out, and she'll go over and walk over to the tilt scales to work out how much she weighs. Perfect. Uh, there are no scales in this room, so... Uh... <laughs> oh, I imagine that there was some of those scales. It was like you put the weight on the other side, and then it balances out. Yeah, but not for like for, for items, not for a, a goblin. Like, you, you, you're pretty big. You're like a child size. Okay, well, I don't know how much Tithla weighs, so then Tithla tells him how much he weighs. I reckon about 20 kilos is probably fair. Cool. If you can't give me six names, I can't give you a number. <laughs> uh, he slowly pours out some of the uh, the clear liquid uh, takes some strange white powder crushes it in his hands and then swirls it around and then gets a, a spoonful of honey and pours it in two gives it a bit of a shake until it becomes this sort of cloudy amber like liquid in a, in a test tube and then hands it to you uh, drink all of this um, is this anything like the milk of the poppy Ah, you have heard of the uh, extract of the uh, the red flower, the puppy. I've, I've experienced it. Oh, well, this is very similar. Okay. Thanks. Um, Grenna, anything you want me to say to your friends? What? Okay. <laughs> she necks it. <laughs> As you drink it down, Tithly, you She's suddenly for find yourself getting really sleepy. And as your head sort of lolls back onto the table... You fall unconscious. She's muttering. Rose, <laughs> The rest of you watch as the abbot walks on over to one of the other tables, pulls out a pair of carefully designed tissue cutting scissors, sharpens them, gently wipes them clean, and then walks over and goes, well, I will now mix the incision up the left-hand side, starting at the sole of the foot. Uh, this is uh, rather tricky, so it uh, could be rather quiet and uh, keep your dry retching to a minimum. Uh, he then begins cutting with the skin. 
uh, all the way up the side of Tithla's body. Tithla, while this is going on, could I please have you roll me a d100, please? I would love to. That's what I like to hear. There it is. That's, that's a 40. That's a 40. Oh, Jacob. Bang on. Let's have a bit of a look. Yes. That's not That's not a good number, mate. <laughs> is that not a good number? Why is that not a good number? Probably got a bit higher than that. Um, Why would I want higher? We've lose. already worked out. We really had good. the hottest 100. 100 was the best. <laughs> one is the worst. Macy Peters came in at number 100. That's that the best Logic, 40 is not good by any direction. It's You're just shit. Gone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to make it worse because you just played yourself. No, no, no. Uh, you um, do you, buddy. You're the DM. Tithla. Whatever you say goes. Despite the anesthetic that you've drunk, mm. pain begins to seep through into this dreamless sleep that you were enjoying. It's just Sharp that one paralysis. of those paralysis. He still feels everything. Yeah. <laughs> Sharp pain. You're not conscious, but you're not fully unconscious either. And as you begin to feel this slicing, stinging pain starting at your left foot, as it slowly begins moving up your leg, you begin to feel a coldness seep across you. Your heart begins beating faster and faster in response to the pain. Your breathing quickens as you begin hyperventilating. Mm -hmm. In this semi-sleepless state, you begin to hallucinate your village, back home in Nostea, trudging through the snow, the cold around your ankles and legs, biting. Sharp thorns, brambles just underneath the snow, slicing right. through your feet, oh. your boots lost somewhere in the snow far behind you. You can see your house, your parents um, just in through okay. the window, cooking, your mum preparing what looks like a mulberry pie your father. My favourite. Your favourite. Cutting logs to help feed the fire of the stove. Oh, oh too soon. <laughs> but the snow gets deeper and deeper as you try to walk through it. The cold moving up your legs. And the house seems to be moving further away. Your parents. Mum. Lost as the snowstorm around you begins to cover. Back outside your dream, <laughs> the abbot finishes cutting up past the thigh and begins to move up the side of the uh, the hips along the uh, the abdomen. As he does so, fluid begins to drain out from the side of Tithla's skin, clear with a hint of milky white. Yeah, look, you asked for this. Um, uh, it begins to drain out of the burned skin as the abbot begins cutting. Um, Theodore, Grinner, and Jonor, I think... I think it would be fair to say I'm going to need a constitution saving throw and possibly a sanity mm. check depending on the outcome of mm -hmm. the constitution saving I throw. I probably would have just buggered off as soon as the scissors came out, to be fair. This cool. is not a party. Don't worry then. <laughs> Theo just leaves immediately. Jonor, 18. Surprisingly, you are taking this like a champ. How's Grinner doing? It's academic to Jonor, isn't it? It's academic, it? yeah. This is, this is a dissection, Jonor. <laughs> I mean, you just blank yeah, out um... the fact that it's your friend. I accidentally rolled twice, but that actually worked well because I was going to say, can I argue Grinner gets advantage on that given the horrors of war that he's seen? Uh, I Yeah, you don't need it though. The 21 was the first one you rolled anyway, so it's, it's the 21 is Wait. the flat roll. I mean, you've seen you've seen worse. You've seen field medics have to deal with amputations, like awful, awful things in warfare. This is a sterile environment carried out by who? what you, what you hope is a professional? 
um, as he yeah, begins cutting through Tithla's burned and blackened skin. Um, Jonal, I mean, yeah, this is academic. You, you're able to put your mind in this state where you're not consciously thinking about the fact that this is your friend here having her skin cut open by this very strange, suspicious Deva. <laughs> no one else knows is a Deva. You're the only one who knows this information at this point. Um, but this is also fascinating, watching him work. I mean, you've studied good and evil your entire life. And here, a Deva, an agent of the Celestials, is performing some sort of strange surgery. I, what an opportunity to see divine magic in its purest form or at least in a corrupted form that would be fascinating to observe. Would, um, so, Tithla is sort of feeling this when you're saying her heart rate increases. You can see Tithla's breath sort of like, (laughs) her little chest rising and falling as she breathes faster and faster, but she doesn't seem to be moving otherwise. Yeah, okay. Look, it seems like a, a bit of a normal reaction, so... Probably. <laughs> um, the abbot continues cutting along, and as he reaches the top of the neck and cuts through the skin, um, he then reaches down and pulls out a large bladed tool, which he uses to help scrape around the edges before removing Tithla's skin, which he then quickly places into a trough, a metal trough filled with some sort of liquid. He then closes his eyes, places his hands above Tithla's chest, one hand over the top of the other, and begins blowing softly. His eyes first, then his skin following. Tithla, could you roll me another d100, please? I would love to. 99! 99. Okay. Out of the two, this was the one you wanted to get right. Okay, good. (laughs) You watch as Tithla's skin from the point above her heart begins regrowing, slowly at first and then spreading out. As the abbot concentrates, you see runes in Celestial carving themselves in the air around him. But as they begin flowing down his arms, forming these spiral-like shapes at his hands, the magic suddenly starts to distort, the runes taking on this strange, jagged appearance. And as the skin begins to grow across Tithla's chest, you hear the abbot muttering in Celestial Journal, Oh, no, not again. I've got, I can do this. I can do this. Lythander, please. Do not desert me, Lythander! As he calls out to his god. Despite the magic slowly corrupting, the sheer power being pushed through, the abbot manages to keep control of the spell as transmutation magic seems to start going a bit wild around the edges of his hands, he grabs it tight, holding the weave to his will, bending it to his thoughts and his wish. As Tithla's skin fully regrows, perfectly healed, Tithla, you may remove the injury that you had previously sustained, the burns, uh, the horrific burns, the third-degree burns. Nice. And you also avoid a... um, a bane, shall we say, <laughs> which I was really looking forward to rolling. Would you, for the sake of interest, like to roll me a d20 just so I know which bane you might have got? I would love to. That would have been a five. Five. That doesn't seem okay. good. Okay. Tithla, you would have been walking away with and you said it is. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. 
Um, there are worse things. Could have been worse. Uh, as the abbot finishes the spell, Tithla, in your dream, the snow suddenly burns away, the light of the sun shining down from above, filling you with this warmth and radiant light. And as you pull yourself free of the brambles, you look down expecting to see your legs cut to pieces, your arms, your chest frozen, but you're perfect, untouched, unblemished, unscarred, except for a tiny single point of skin right in your chest, right above your heart, Rather than that beautiful emerald green goblin skin, a single scale sits there, tiny, small, almost like a lizard scale, grey, yellowish colour, just sitting there. Um, first of all, thank you. You're asleep. You you took anaesthetic. You don't just wake up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tithla is thinking this. Okay, cool. Um. <laughs> yeah, Tithla can think this. Tithla can think this. But in your dream, you, you rush forward through the door. Your parents are there. Your mother smiles, wraps you up in a big hug, her skirts rustling around you as you bury your face in them. Tithla is in, in her dream space, bursting into tears. Oh, mum, um, oh, I've been with these most wonderful people and I'm so glad you're okay and they've been looking after me and I've made so many new friends. I of know course, we said that I couldn't my love. Before. Of course we're okay. Oh. It's so good to see you. We've, we've really missed you, Tithla. Oh. We were worried when we didn't get any letters from you. I, um, I'm sorry. I, I, I was away in a place that I didn't know where we came from. I didn't know where we were and I don't think I could send letters. I'm just so glad that you guys are okay. Of course, of course we're fine. You look hungry, Tithla. Um, I've been baking. Do you, do you want to take a seat? And... Tithla, like, slowly turns over and is just stunned that there is the table and chairs there. And she goes over and, like, touches the chair, like, not believing that it's real. The and grainy like... wood, unvarnished, unsanded, your father having half finished the chairs and moved on to another carpentry project feels familiar feels like Tithla uh, grabs one of the cookies that her mum's put out and takes a bite and just again more tears flow as those the feeling of home and the sense of safe for the first time in a long time that she's felt two weeks okay. of game time basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or, or a couple of years eh <laughs> Back in the real world, you guys watch as a single tear rolls down Tifla's unconscious still form. As the abbot stumbles back, he looks down at his hands and then looks at Tithla and begins sort of patting her over, like pulling up her sleeves, checking like through her tunic, and he sort of steps back, shaking his head and goes, It worked. It worked. She's, she's perfect. It worked. Ha. Oh. <laughs> Why are you surprised by that? Huh? Oh, this is, uh... This is difficult magic at the best of times. Uh, it is... It's hard to get right, yeah. I, I feared that I would lose control, but no, I, I did it. She is perfect. Untarnished. She yeah. still sleeps. The, the drug that I gave her, the anesthetic, it will keep her unconscious. Uh, uh, she is... She's perfect. 
I mean, I don't know about that, but you did a good job on the skin. Oh, it is unblemished, as if no. Please, What's, gently carry her with me to the beds. We will lay her down with your friends Evoctus, and then we will see about this new liver for you, my friends, yeah? All right, yeah, let's do that. Um, Theo, I, as you stormed out of the room, not wanting to see Tithla have her skin removed and replaced with freshly grown skin by the abbot, the horrific burns, as you step out, you see um, Killian and Luther chatting to the Wachters, and they smile as you approach and gesture to an empty bed next to Stella that you can sit down on. Luther sort of looks at you and goes, pretty, pretty dire, I imagine, in there. Not something you wanted to see? I'll, uh, I'll take your silence as a, as a no, that was bad then, Theo. Um, no, sorry. Um, I... Was that bad? I, you having flashbacks to it already. It was dead set to absolute trauma. I did not wish to be anywhere near my dear friend getting her skin cut off by the feet with a pair of scissors. Yeah, that's why I made the decision to... Sorry. No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. I think me. I was quite descriptive, to be fair. No, I no, I'm not interested. I don't want to hear another word about that. Um, that is horrific. I did, um... You remember when we first arrived, there was that uh, Vestani lad who told us to steal a lockbox from this abbey and he yeah, would tell they, us a way out of the midst? That's right. They offered us a trade. Uh, did we asked someone about that. Didn't they tell us that it was a lie that the Vestani can't get us out? Well, yes, but it does also imply that there is... A box here that contains something of great value, does it not? That it does. Something of, of great value if it was worth sending a group of randoms to go and, and steal. That is what I think. Um, well, the, the abbot is um, distracted. He is. Did you perhaps want to go for a little look around with me and see if we could find said box? I think that could be a fan idea. We're hoping to find something of, uh, of import. Something that we could use to uh, help people. Oh, yeah. He winks back. <laughs> Probably want to be uh, rather stealthy with this, I imagine. Not draw well, too much he, attention to ourselves. The screaming seems to have stopped from there, so I think Titler is healed. I think he'll do Grinner soon after. He'll be busy with that. If they're all, all our friends get healed, then, well, if we need to run, we can uh, Look, I don't want to get on the wrong side of this abbot until we know more about him. I think making powerful enemies is potentially a bad idea, especially given that we could do with more powerful allies. I have plenty more beans to take care of him. You think you can just trade beans to get what you want with this situation? Oh, no, it's just like, oh, I was going to make him eat the beans or put the beans in his yard oh. or... Do you think that'll work on him? Put the beans in his pie. He'll believe think... Otto, and I'll tell Otto these are super beans. Makes the Abbot very strong. Oh don't, no! Don't don't put Otto in this. He's only been nice to us. We don't. <laughs> well, if the Abbot's fine, he's just gonna destroy Otto. We, no, we don't do that. He's gonna blame Otto for that. That's that's cruel. We can't do that. I'm just saying there are options. The bean assassination can be done in yeah, many ways. Sounds like some awful options. Maybe we want to talk about this in a bit more detail before we make any decisions about this. Uh, but I'm happy but, to have a bit of a bit of a look around. Do you want to go together or split up and cover more ground? Um, probably best to stick together. We don't know what's around the corners. Yeah, in, that's fair. In this literal madhouse. Yeah, he mentioned something about an asylum. Do we want to go check that out or steer clear of that? 
I mean, would you put valuables in the asylum? I don't know. If I thought people wouldn't go there to investigate, maybe. Do you reckon this man has an office? Well, he said he had a practice. Oh, that's that room at the end of the hall. He's in there, though. Yes, well, that's going to be a yeah. problem. Yeah, he's, yes. that's where he took Tithla. Well, then, yeah, let's check the asylum next. Where is that? Did, I don't think he said where it is. Do you reckon it's down in the basement? If I was going to keep a bunch of mad people locked up, I'd put them in a basement. Maybe Stella and Nikolai know? Stella? Nikolai? Oh, Stella's asleep. Nikolai? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikolai. Nikolai shakes his head. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know where. I don't know where the asylum is. He, he mentioned it once or twice. I begged him not to take Stella there, but he said that wouldn't be necessary, that she wasn't bad enough for the asylum. Does she seem to be getting better? Well, he, he gave her something to, to knock her out and said that he'd do some magic tonight while I was asleep. Said that it'd take a while. It was a, it was a, it was a long ritual. Um, ten hours? Twelve hours? It seems. So, I, I'm not sure. Well, you, the fee of this is now covered by my magic bean, so... Yes, oh, oh my goodness, thank you so much for that. I, I, I can't begin to express my, my gratitude and... It will not just be with words. When we get back to Valaki, even before then, th there are things I can do to help you. All of you. There's a... There's a safe house. A... cache in Valaki where my mother kept items of, of value, of interest. I think I'm going to give you the key. Take what you need from it. Within reason, please. But... I really... I, I can't can't repay the kindness you've shown me and my family and if it helps you hunt down that gnome Raspip and kill him yes I'll, it will I'll do anything and I, I will be putting a bounty out for that little fuck's head so this is our primary goal is to hunt down the Raspip once we get our friends healed so um the temptation to have Raspip stroll into the hospital <laughs> well. to be fair the asylum great place to start looking for him <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I, I. When, when Stella's better in the morning, I'll give you the key, and I'll tell you how to access it. That's very good. Um, well, Luther, maybe we should not piss off. We have three days. Maybe we do not piss off the Abbot until Last Stella day. and our friends are healed. <laughs> <laughs> it, look, I, I'd appreciate it if there's anything you can do to avoid getting myself and Stella thrown out. I, I I'd appreciate it. If we can stay here and she can get her treatment, that, that's all I need. Alright, then we'll keep this in our back pocket and maybe we learn where the asylum is first and then look into the missing box. Hey, Jono. Wait. Jono's inside. Didn't yeah. didn't didn't the person offer didn't the abbot offer Jono a tour of the asylum in the morning? He did, yes, that's very good. We can let's just tag along and then when yeah, he's distracted, talk to Jonor. Or you can go on the asylum tour. I, I can sneak into the practice while he is out there. And what? If you could transform into something small and inconspicuous, I could keep you up my sleeve. And then, as we wander around, if I see anything of interest, I can get you to pocket scuttle roach. on over and have a look. Yeah, you can pocket roach. I was thinking something slightly more durable than a cockroach, but sure, whatever. Look, if, if what that is, is more durable than the cockroach? Out of all the animals in the world, it is literally unkillable. But turn into a water bear. Yeah, I could tardigrade. Tardigrade. <laughs> if I were a tardigrade. No, I'm, uh, 
I'm wild, wild joke out of grade. I mean, uh, that's a good point. Touche, my friend. Touche. I, I, yeah, cockroaches are pretty hard to kill. That, that makes oh, sense. And, and oh, I imagine it's a, a place. It's a place where you. Well, I mean, I was thinking you probably would see cockroaches around there, but a mouse too. Yeah. Mouse or a rat. See, I, wouldn't, uh, I feel like an insane person may try to eat a mouse, but you'd have to be pretty fucked up to eat a cockroach. To be fair, I think they're pretty fucked up. That's why they're in this place called the asylum. <laughs> but yeah, but it's like degrees. Like, I think the... the he has people right. in sheds who scream and hammer against the walls, and they're not crazy enough for the asylum. Just a thought. That is actually a very valid point. Or right, what's less appetizing than the roach? Like, they'd have to be pretty bad. <laughs> Why have I become Benoit Blanc from fucking Knives yeah. Out? <laughs> it's just occurred to me. <laughs> <I'm> yeah. Doing... <laughs> Alright, well. well then, yeah, I, I can pocket Roach and then I guess the next day we can, when he goes, I sh he does the tour every morning, we can go into the practice. Um, yeah, I, I like that idea. He's doing well, rounds anyway. We'll hold for today until our people are healed. Perfect. It's at this moment that uh, Grinner, Jonor, uh, the abbot and Tithler emerge from inside the uh, the practice. Grinner carrying Tithler, her skin perfectly healed, not a blemish visible, as you remember her. But even even the goblin acne is gone. No scars. Any scars that you had before Tithler are gone. Any burns. It's like you have fresh skin. Like you have uh, you have been re recalled and given a, a, a whole new touch-up. You are fresh unburdened with a past tattooed across your skin. Yeah, any tattoos that you might have had are gone. Scars, burns, marks. Tramp stamp, not the tramp stamp. <laughs> All gone. All gone. As uh, as Grinner lays you down gently in the bed next to Stella, um, Jonah, I mean, Tithla looks perfect. Whatever that magic was, uh, powerful restoration magic. Not just, mm. not just lesser restoration. This looks like maybe even greater restoration, but cast without focus, without components, just powered by his own internal magic and the magic of Lythander. Because you heard him this? beseech Lythander yeah. during the, the the spell. Yes, yes, in Celestial. Yeah. Well, I bet you clearly do very good work. But it worked perfectly. She is. She is beautiful. She is perfect, unblemished, untarnished. It is good as new. It is my best work. My best work by far. Possibly an indication that you are on the right path here. Very good to see. Yeah. It is. It is an indication that I am on the right path. Otherwise, why else would I have been able to channel such powerful magic? No, you are right. This was the correct decision. This is right. I am doing the right thing. Very wise. Yeah. Good. Now... Wolf's kidney for Grinner. Oh, no, yeah, all liver. right. Wolf's liver. That's his I, I mean, let's, let's do both. I, I, I want I to said, kidneys too. Well, I said you could fuck around if I got to ask you a question. I mean, you didn't really answer it, but I'll live up to the bargain. Well, if anyone wants to see some real science, some the cutting edge of medical science... Uh, you, I will also need some help carrying the various cops upstairs to strip for parts for Grimmer. I can help with that. Honestly, this seems much less vomit-inducing than the skin chopping, so I'm in. Yes, this will be far less uh, vet work, as they say. <laughs> Sorry, that's a phrase and a half. Maybe that's the title of the episode. <laughs> wet work. Wet work. 
far, far, far less wet work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll workshop that. Yeah. Wetter workshop, and then we can get all the people looking for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, that's oh. half a reference. Um, perfect. Uh, Theo, if you want to help the abbot, he's going to lead you yep. down <laughs> to the cellar to help him carry up our werewolf corpse. Join as well. Fuck, cool. Down. Perfect. Well, the yep. fact that you yep. chuckle and got all weird when you said down to the cellar yeah. makes me think this is going very Catholic Church very quickly. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nowhere wow. near that bad. Um, <laughs> I know a content warning at the start of this. This, is, this is a horror themed campaign, but not that horror. Um, I, Let's go. We, we can't be worse than the Catholic Church. It's, it's impossible. Horrific, not sadistic. Horrific, not sadistic. <laughs> We're not going to even try. Um, as as the abbot, the thing is, you. cut people's skin off as, as a to fun jaunty interlude. To heal them. <laughs> <laughs> to heal them. Somehow the Catholic Church is so far beyond that. They're so worse. <laughs> there was no benefit for the things they did. At least this was actual medicine. Like, is, if you have uh, significantly yeah. bad burns, this is one of the ways that you need to heal it is by removing the dead tissue and uh, right. replacing it. Well, down to the, the cellar. We go. I'm learning. Uh, as the, <laughs> as the yeah, look, honestly, you knowing that much about medical stuff has really has really yeah. been where the premier horror has came into this campaign <laughs> consistently. The intersection so of knowledge I... to create just nightmare fuel is fantastic. You know how I disappeared for a couple minutes was because I was feeling faint. <laughs> I'm super squeamish. I actually took some out with this. I actually went and talked to Tiff. I was like, "Tell me what you're doing." <laughs> How's your day, honey? Oh, that's brilliant. Hey, genuinely though, well done on doing that for yourself. Self care important. Um, that job. great self care. Um, it's way too late. But if you two also found that horrific and you needed a moment away, I hope you took it. <laughs> If you didn't, <laughs> let me know in the comments below. So kudos, kudos. It's good to know. Good. Okay. So that was the line. I need to just step back a pace or two. Oh no, go for it. It's just yeah. well, if we start hemorrhaging players, it's it's it might be a bit, <laughs> <laughs> it be a bit far. Okay. Good to know, Tom. Thank you for the feedback. I will walk it back just a step <laughs> from the description. So the scissors for it was just so visceral. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, coupled with the, the cold snow slowly going up your legs. I, I a, thought that was a good metaphor. metaphor. It was great. Right. It was brilliant. Because I realized partway through, I was like, oh, I don't think any content warning covers this. <laughs> I think... I need to make so you it thought, let's double metaphorical. Down. No, that's yeah. what I was like. That's what I was like. We're going for an abstract. There's a layer and sometimes make it worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. Well, perfect. That's good to know that we chef's kiss that. Uh, as as the abbot leads you down. Oh, I'm going to have to roll back on what the description oh, well. I was about to give for the cellar then if you're heading no, that way, Jonah. It'll be fun. Honestly, what you had. It'll be fine. <laughs> Tom, has is speaking for, for you. Go for it. It's, she's all G. Brenna, Jonah. Jonah stayed in the room last night. Even Theo, like the I... character himself, left. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, but between Tom and I here, we have a, a, like a zero percent like stay in that room, right? It's <laughs> true. It's true. <laughs> oh my god, Grinna, Jonah, and Theo. As the three of you follow the abbot back down into the main hall, the way that you walked, he leads you down through the spiral stone staircase into the cellar. The cellar stretches quite a long distance, a large stone corridor stretching into darkness, but the abbot doesn't walk down the corridor.
corridor at all. In fact, he takes an immediate right-hand turn at the bottom of the stairs and clicks his fingers, lighting a wall sconce with this uh, sputtering yellow-red flame, yellow-orange flame that immediately lights up. And as he opens the door into a large stone room square, um, you can see what can only be described as bodies and specimens some of which have been partially dissected and and decanted into jars, some of which are still fresh. Snow and ice has been packed around them, blocks of ice, clearly transported here by maybe the mongrel folk, maybe himself, maybe he creates the ice. But this room is much colder. The second you step in, a chill seeps through your clothes, clutching at your chest, your breath steaming in the air in front of you. He looks over the mixture of mongrel folk, humanoid, and beast forms before reaching down and slowly dragging a slightly chopped and cut open body of a human, but partially through the transformation into a werewolf. The arms beginning to elongate, hair growing through the skin the muzzle just starting to push out from the face, giving this strange, very odd appearance. The canine teeth having just started to grow through, ears elongating, and the eyes, the golden eyes of a wolf. Ah, yes, fascinating specimen, killed partway through the transformation by the, uh, the wonderful guards at Kresk. This is a sample I have been looking forward to, uh, to experimenting with, and I had no, no inkling of what I should do with parts of it, but this is of great use. I kept it here preserved. Uh, please, if you would help me carry it upstairs, uh, Grina, we will fetch the organs for you from this beast. Alright. I, I guess I just kind of grab the arms. This guy by, like, a wrist. the arms, I take the legs? Yeah. yeah. Um, he leads you back upstairs and into the, uh, into the operating theatre, into the practice. Abby, uh, Mr. Abbott, um, Tony, perhaps, um, where did you um, acquire all of those bodies? Some of them, uh, some of them died. Most of them died of natural causes. And uh, some, the people of Kresk know that if uh, anyone is to perish, that uh, if they, uh, if they will hold off having a funeral, I will perform rites over the bodies and perform a funeral for free no cost, in exchange for time with the bodies to uh, understand sickness, injury, and one day even pull apart the mysteries of life and death itself. Brad. It is an agreement that we have come to, the villagers and I. As long as it's all about board and everyone's agreed to it, that's wonderful. I was just don't worry, let's continue up and do not not practice uh, the vowel the vile form of magic known as necromancy. No, that thing is just disgusting. I have no time for it. It's a foul abomination. It's this unlife. You, you did mention that you would, you know, if he died, you'd bring him back, and necromancy did come to mind, so I'm kind of reassured you did say that. Oh, no, I do not. Uh, I abhor the necromantic arts. They are spit in the face of my god. So how are you how are you gonna bring me back if I die then? Well, there's divine magic that can reanimate a body if it is to fall. Oh, if the spirit right. is not fully left, then it can be tethered. 
<clears throat> held in place to the corpse. Oh. Uh, reanimate. Is re- reanimate just to you know, stop it from dying or to. Just you know, avert. Uh, rejuvenation is a better word to describe it. A restoration, if you will. Alright, restoration sounds much better. <laughs> oh, fantastic. We've had uh, we've had an NPC points redeemed. Brune Brassax. Oh. Yes. Send message through Brune. Discord. I'll uh, I'll bring in the NPC shortly. So probably next session given that we're uh, almost uh, reaching our finish time for tonight and I want to make sure we get good time with the NPC perfect as you are led back up um, into the operating theatre we're going to jump back in with Tithla for a moment Tithla as the anaesthetic begins to wear off as you begin to slowly move out of this deep unconscious sleep into a light more dreamful slumber. The memory of your home begins to fade. The memory of that dream of being once again with your parents slowly begins to disappear as the dream fades away into nothingness. But that sense of longing for home remains. And as you move into the next dream, you see a castle. Spires rising from the earth itself. Tall, angular, gothic. On a hill, a tiny town overlooking it. The sun shines above. There is no mist, no darkness, no twilight. And you see the castle is still under construction. Townsfolk moving to and from the village, up towards the castle, finishing off some of the turrets, finishing off the crenellations, parts of the walls. Standing before it, you see two figures. Men, one with dark black hair, one with this light gold blonde. They stand, shoulder to shoulder, the blonde one with his arms around the darker one. As they stare up at the castle, smiling and laughing, Something seems familiar about the one with dark hair. It's shaggy, down at his shoulders, not pulled back in any sort of braid or or, um, any sort of ponytail. But it does look familiar. They look young, maybe 20s, maybe early 30s at most, as they stare up at the towers being formed. Tithla do. At the moment, you're standing on the bridge, looking up at the castle before you. How far away are these two figures? Probably about 100 feet at this point. Far enough that you can make Um, out vague features, but not close enough that you can see details. Tithla would probably try and have a look. Do the people look happy? Yeah, they seem to be smiling, pointing. You can hear distant laughter ringing in the air. Um, she'll grab someone that's walking past nearby. Hi, um, sorry, hi, I'm, I'm Tithla. Um, who's, who's in charge here? Could you roll me a d100? I want to see who you, uh, who you grab. Absolutely, I can. For you, anything. That's a three. Three. We're going all <laughs> over the spectrum today. As you grab no, at the no. shoulders of a figure, 
a smiling face turns towards you. Familiar. I don't like where this is going. Oh, hello, tiny child. As you look <laughs> up into the face of Blinsky. Oh, that's okay. I thought it was going to be Humanus. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that to you. As you look up into... Although your dream state could... Oh, I didn't include the, the toys from the Toy Shop episodes in this Oh, what table. a shame. Moving on. Dang. <laughs> As you look up into the face of Blinsky, he smiles and goes, Yes, child. Hello. How can I help you? Oh, oh hi. How, how have you been? Good, good. We are working hard. I'm looking forward to going back to my toys. But in the meantime, look... It is a giant toy castle. Well, it's a real castle, it's, but it turns like a toy castle, but a real one. It's for like the, the people who play with toys castles. Yes, exactly. It's like you can be a toy inside of it. It is so big. That's, that's so cool. How, um, who's, what's, how come you're over here and not in your shop? Well, I was in my shop. Um, but you're not now. No. I'll note. No. Okay. Um, why? And if he just you shrugs. Make the castle. He doesn't say to make the castle. I was tempted to do that. <laughs> he just shrugs. <laughs> okay. Um. Do you know who's in charge here? Of course. Um. Who's in charge here? Uh, Lord von Zarovich and his two sons. I and his two sons. Yeah, of sorry, course. Who, the brothers. Who's Lord von Zarovich? He is a recent arrival in these lands. Uh, some may call him invader, but uh, I like to think of him as our new lord. And, and what, what were his son's names? Strad and Sergei. Strad and Sergei. Okay. Um, and is that them over there? Of course. They are overseeing uh, construction on the new uh, home of the von Zarevich family. Okay. Um, do you know what the date is? He says something, but it seems muffled. Okay. Like you can't quite hear it or understand it. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> okay, that's, uh, that's worth a shot. Um, okay, uh, thanks, Blinsky. Um, Wait, I'll, before I'll... you go. What's it's up? very important I give this to you, yeah? I, I don't know. It's You're giving it to me. <laughs> he reaches out and hands you a tiny tithler. You. I alive and as you blink suddenly you're looking up at a massive toy version of yourself holding you as you are suddenly the toy Tithla checks for like the little bit on the palm of her hand where on the toy that she had of her that she would have made a cut to like indicate that that was hers that she then has given to Strad when they were all on the toy hand okay Okay, so it's not her actual toy. Um, so, so she's now the big toy or it's in front of her? You're now the tiny version of yourself that the toy version of you is holding. <laughs> if that makes any sense. So, imagine, so I look up and there's a real Tithla holding... Your, your viewpoint Tithla. suddenly shifts. So so you are... So Tithla, Tithla is handed a toy version of herself and then they swap places. So now a giant toy Tithla is holding a real little Tithla. As if you've swapped sizes and locations, if that makes any sense. Yes. It's yes. a dream. It's going to be fucking weird. I know, absolutely. Um, 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 me, toy me, can can we go say hi to those people? Pointing over <gasps> A new Tesla toy. Ah, oh, this is great. And she begins, like, shaking you and then goes, holds ah, up to her ah, ear to ah, listen. Ah, ah. Stop shaking me. Stop shaking me. <gasps> How did it know to say that? 
I'm. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> the toy tiffler pulls off your boot and shakes it to see if a tiny snake ah, falls ah, out. Okay, okay, no snake, no snake. Put it back on. You watch as a whole bunch of snakes tumble out of the boot. Okay, don't put it back on. Too many snakes. Too many snakes. <laughs> to put it back on. No. Okay. Um, Tithler, it's at this moment you feel the fabric around you getting bigger and bigger as you begin to fall inside of it, shrinking away. And you wake, the sheets being slowly pulled up to your chin by Nikolai Wachter as he looks down. As your eyes open up, you see Nikolai above you. He goes, oh, sorry, I, oh. I didn't mean to wake you. I was just tucking you in. You looked cold. Thanks. You were like writhing around. Oh. And- yes. No, thank you. Thank you. Um, um, where's, where's Theo? Uh, they're just in the next room. Uh, Grinner's getting a, a new kidney or liver, I think. I don't, I'm not going to pretend okay. to understand what's happening. Okay. It, okay. Um, can you just, can you just stay here for a minute? Yeah, no, no, I'm not going anywhere. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you and Stella as long as you need. Okay. Killian, and who's on the other side, nods and goes, I, I'm, I'm here too, if you. Oh, Killian, come, please, sit. And she'll like tap her bed. Yeah, sure. Uh, and she'll I'm, like. Yeah, no, no, I've got, I've got a comfy chair, but I'm happy to sit on the bed if you like. Yes, please. And she'll okay. like sit and put her back against the wall, and just sort of hold herself in like a semi-fetal position with some people around her. Are you, are you okay, Tithla? Uh, you look, you look great. Your skin looks perfect. I think whatever the, the abbot did, it's worked brilliantly. Um, yeah. Look, yes and no. Um, I saw home, and then I wasn't home, and it was the same as home, and then I saw lords and then i saw his brother and then i saw me holding me and then there were the snakes in my boot and i just i just need a minute um i i think you were given some sort of medication just yep yeah if it's anything like the root of the poppy then i know that that's just for pain and it doesn't do hallucinants i don't Killian reaches out a very awkward hand and pats you on the shoulder and then like leans in for a half hug <laughs> before leaning back out again. Tithla wholly embraces him in the hug. And Killian sort of looks a bit surprised, but then she's doing head. that like teary where someone's in shrugging. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa! It's it's okay. It's 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 okay. I'm I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. It's okay. okay. You're okay. You're all okay. I'm okay. There's no snakes in your boot. Your boots are on the ground. I'm looking at them. No snakes. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna just kick them away for the minute, and then I can then we'll be okay. put them outside the door if uh, you want them going. I, I need to see them. I need to know where they are. Okay. Case <laughs> hey, so a snake crawls in. <laughs> Perfect. It, it's out that I'm worried about. That's fair. Let's <laughs> jump back with Grinner, Jonor, and Theo. Back inside the operating theater of the Abbot, Grinner. He gestures for you to take a seat and then gently lies you down onto the table um, before slowly unbuttoning your vest and then your shirt. Or uh, gesturing for you to do, the, do it as well if you prefer to do it. Yeah, cool. I figured that'd yeah, be something you could do. I'll undo it. I'm also... I'm... <laughs> How do I explain this? I'm thinking as loudly as I possibly can okay. at the abbot. Okay. Because this dude's got like a lot of shit going on. <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to telepathically communicate with him. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you trying to telepathically communicate with him? A man who at this point has shown no telepathic uh, ad- 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 aptitude. Aptitude. 
and you who have no magic at all. <laughs> exactly. Or so attitude. this this dude's hey this <laughs> this dude's got like a whole bunch of magic that Grinner doesn't understand at all. So why can't he hear thoughts? Is his thought? Is that what you're? Is that um, what you're thinking at the abbot? No, I'm thinking at the abbot. Can you hear me? Oi! Oi! Baldy! Can you hear me? In my mind, Oi. I'm imagining you're, you're just Stewie from Family Guy. Abbot! 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 Abbey! 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 Holy man! Holy man! Holy man! What? Prick! 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 <laughs> um, there is no response to your beamed thoughts that you shout inside your head. Hmm. I don't think he could hear me. What, what was that? Sorry. Hey. No. Oh, um. Can I? Can I have a word with you before you start rummaging around? Of course. Yeah. Just. Uh. You. You lot. Do. You, do you mind if I speak to him for a sec? Yeah. Of course. If you do, please. Sure. I, I won't be long. I, I won't be long. You want us to leave? Um. Yeah. Is that all right? Or do you just want to keep thinking very hard instead? I don't know what you're talking about. You wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> you just look you very wouldn't. concentrated. <laughs> yeah, just think and face on. <laughs> All right. I'll I pop. I, I won't be yeah, long. I, I, right. Before you do this. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to bring up anyone that we're not allowed to bring up. Right. No one's going to get brought up. What What about the other one? He's not the only uh, big bloke around, is he? Can yeah, you talk about the other really one? He shakes his head. It is the same story as the first. You have to understand, my hands are tight. I am locked between these two. Allegiance to one is treachery to the other. I've had to play a very careful specific game he begins scratching at his head again I'm I'm going to grab his wrist just alright I get it let's just stay calm I am calm no no, you are you're just a little bit fucking neurotic (laughs) right just here's the thing though right what we're here to do to get out of here what we're also here to do if we can pull it off is to make sure that everybody else gets out of here without saying anything about who or what it is that we're doing I will let you rummage around and you, you have full access to all of my bits and pieces for whatever fucking experiments you want to pull over the next three days if you choose our side when the time comes. You watch as the abbot pauses for a second. Oh, but, but you, you don't... You, I... Uh, if I sign the shoes, then I, I, am, I am betraying both. It is the worst possible choice for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we can help you get out as well as everybody else. 
But what we need to do is put an end to this bullshit because it's been going on a very long time. If we can end this, we need as many friends as we possibly can. I cannot make a guarantee that I will side with you right now. I, I know nothing, next to nothing about you. And I do not know whether you have any chance of success if I play my cards with you. Well, Put my life with right. you right away. If, it could if all be destroyed. Sure. If that's the way you feel about it, then you don't get to rummage with all my bits and pieces. Ah, but we already made a deal for the new, the new liver. Yeah. yeah, you can fix those bits, absolutely. But, you know, they've got arms, i got a brain. You you wanted to fiddle with all the brainy bits, did ya? you? I've got a heart, fingers, eyes, tongues. It's just become an anatomy lesson as Grinnell lists <laughs> parts that he remembers he has. Yeah, all <laughs> things that have fall, seen fall out of other oh, people. No, wait, Tutsus, I, I lost him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh. You've got three days, mate. No need for an answer now. But you have full access. Three days. I have three days to think. Let us start with the liver. I will assess the quality of your peanuts and see if there are any things that I want to play around with. Yeah, this is is fair. Yeah. If, If it's icing on the cake, and I don't know what it's worth, but this is pretty jumbled up. It might be, uh, might be worth learning some things about and if you need to if it's going to seal the deal for you i'll give you free access up here too that is a tempting offer perhaps i would need to know what your plans are what all of you can do what your capabilities are if you have any chance of defeating yeah, well, well hold, yeah, we're not, we're, let's not go into anything about that because you're not allowed to talk about it right now. But you, you just oh, have we a are thing. talking about you, about what yeah. you can do, what you are able to do. Well, what we can do is gather enough people together to make this work. You're, you seem like you could do some shit. Lions. We could. This is what Lythander wanted of me. Why he gave me the power to heal your goblin friend. We shall see so, uh, how we shall see how your replacement deliver goes today. Yeah, alright. I don't know what a concave is or what the fuck you're concave. talking about, but sure. <laughs> I don't know what a convex is, mate. No idea. <laughs> right, well you if you want to call your friends back in, I think we should begin. Perhaps yeah. once we are recovered, we can talk about the options for what we will do with that. But, but here's the thing, right? Our deal, they don't know about it. You nice. help for whatever your reasons are. You help for whatever your reasons are, but they're not going to like this deal. They they care about me. And if I could get everybody else out, yeah, I'll do it. But they need, don't need to know about it. Fine. I can do All that. Right. I can keep this just between... You and yeah. All right, you lot. I need help. I'm I need help little... is a specific phrase. Do you guys like burst in the door expecting something <laughs> wrong? Like... He says it casually. Yeah, he does. Say him, it. not really. Yeah. <laughs> we can't <laughs> offer the help you need, Grinner. <laughs> we can be present, though. Uh, perfect. Jonah and Theodore, you watch as 
Grinner lies down on the table, unbuttons his shirt, and the abbot reaches down and slowly begins extracting the kidney of the uh, werewolf. Grinner, as the abbot walks over to you, he hands you a bottle, very similar to the one that he gave Tithler, but a much larger dose. Tells you to drink it all down. This one, though, he doesn't add the white powder to. This time he adds a blue powder. I can't swirl it around, sniff it. It smells like honey. I, I eye off the kidney. It, it's a lot smaller than I thought it would be. Yeah, it, the kidney's not the largest uh, organ. Well, but no, it's but bigger I'm, than I'm, bigger than yours is right now. It is uh, larger because it has been transformed partially. It is halfway between man and wolf. Yeah, well, I thought you would take it out the the liver. Is that what is that? Liver. Did I say oh. kidney before? Yeah. yeah. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, this is a kidney. Sorry, this is a kidney. All right. Down hatch, I guess. And Grinner drinks the whole bottle. A tingling numbness spreads through you, Grinner. But no sweet release of unconsciousness for you. Just the loss of all sensation in your body. Right, so just like any other bottle. <laughs> That's a powerful moment uh, <laughs> take a moment to let that seep in um, the abbot then reaches down pulls out a long scalpel makes an incision in your abdomen and then pulls it apart reaches in and pulls out your liver severing Holy it, shit. tying off I sections of it yeah you can still talk <laughs> I thought you were just doing the same trick as last time, you cut me open oh, you bastard much, it's much too, much too large an area to, to be able to pull the whole thing out. I can only pull little bits out. So this is uh, the easiest way to do it. Plus this way I can make sure all the tubes are connected properly. Uh, also, please don't speak. I have to focus. Yeah. Oh, all right. What's that? With that, he takes the liver and just goes <laughs> and just shoves it in there, <laughs> pushes it a bit. Yeah, <laughs> pushes it down a bit. And then with this long, thin metal rod with like a spoon at the end, he just like pats it down, gently nudges bits <laughs> in. And then reaches over with his hands and begins channeling that same magic through into the wound. Uh, Grinner, could you roll me a d100 please? Hell yeah I can. Come on, give me a good roll. Oh yeah! Give me a good roll. 25! Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to see. Oh good. Grinner, could you make a constitution saving throw please? Sure can. Let's see, come you on. Get like anthropy. <laughs> That's <Ooh>. an eight. <laughs> Ooh, no, okay. natural two. Oh, no. Um, Grinner. Hmm? As the magic begins sealing over, you watch as the flesh and the skin regrows to cover the cut. But it's not your skin that regrows. A patch of darker skin with light grey-brown fur long and thin grows over sealing the patch closed and as it does so Grinner you feel fire in your veins burning through you is it supposed to hurt no oh, there should be no pain no pain at all come on please Lysander, Lysander do not desert me in my time of need as he begins switching to Celestial again what's he saying why is it burning Jonah you watch as the magic surrounding his hands this time he can't keep it contained. He can't bend the weave to his will. And the magic goes wild. The runes pushing through Grinner's flesh, etching away inside of him. 
as Grinner, your beard begins to grow a little bit. You feel your teeth in your mouth shifting and moving, and your eyes. The brown begins to bleed to a soft orange-yellow. Is this something's, something's wrong? As you say that, Grinner, you suddenly look up and you see Rose standing there, her eyes wide. Grinner, something, something's really wrong. Yeah, I, I know. And you watch as her face begins to push out into a muzzle. Her arms elongating into these wolf-like claws as she throws back her head and screams. And that is where we're going to wrap up for tonight. No, not okay. <laughs> not Rose. <laughs> oh, fun. Oh, <laughs> is that what you were calling it? That's, I think that's a good place to wrap up for tonight. I think that's perfect. I don't think we're going to get a better cliffhanger than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What does it mean? Oh, we'll have to wait and find out. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed today's session. two children like Anthropy is what it means. If you're watching this on Twitch, don't go anywhere. We're going to go raid another lovely channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. If you're one of our lovely members, a member of the Tempest Guild on YouTube, you have watched this episode two days earlier than anybody else because you get access to episodes as soon as I upload them. No waiting for a schedule. You get them straight away. And more than that, you get channel points, like the channel points Brune Brassax just spent on creating an NPC. If you can't catch us live on Twitch, don't worry, because if you're a YouTube member, you get those channel points as well, and you can use them to create NPCs, monsters, as well as give our players advantage and disadvantage. Something Grinner wishes he probably had for that constitution saving throw that he just had to do. I yep, also do achievements, like perhaps give children lycanthropy. That would have that would have got all the players' advantage uh, right or now, creating an achievement. Or get through an entire campaign without giving two children lycanthropy. That would have also been an achievement. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Uh, it is lovely having you all here. We will be back on Wednesday with Return of the Giants, but until then, stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again really, really soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.